Let's talk about finishing the year strong, finishing 2023 strong and how that may look like for a lot of us. 2023 is almost done and it's still a surprise to me because just yesterday I was here telling you all about my trip back to Nigeria and how my Christmas holiday was exciting and how I had fun and all of that and now we are about to celebrate another Christmas in a matter of weeks. <laughs> 2023 is definitely in a hurry to wrap it up and we have all found ourselves here where we now have to take stock and evaluate how good this year has been for us. So this episode is about bringing a little perspective into our taking stock, what we need to consider as we take stock of the year and what will help ease all the uncomfortable and anxious emotions that come with this ritual. I hope that this episode will be helpful as you round off your year. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Girl Unplugged podcast. This is Rita Chukwiki. This is a platform for authentic and heartfelt conversations that inspire mindful living. <laughs> it's 56 days before the year comes to an end. And my question to you is, where is your head at? Where is your head at? What are you feeling? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling pressured? Are you feeling disappointed? Are you feeling pleased? Are you feeling peaceful? Are you feeling joy? Are you excited? What are you feeling? Usually towards the end of the year, many of us catch the ember fever that makes us want to do things that we haven't done since the beginning of the year. We feel pressured to overperform, to overachieve, to rush, to finish strong and just give it our best. You know, it's normal, it's usual and it happens to the best of us. And speaking of the usual, I'm beginning to see people posting on social media, especially on Motivation, TikTok and Twitter, or Motivation X now. That word is really, really weird. But yeah, on X, on how to end the year strong, it's time to give it your all, it's time to finish strong and all of that. Well... Unless you want to give yourself a hernia, please don't take in that pressure. Don't take in that pressure. What you didn't sow in the beginning of the year will not start bearing fruits now, even if you sow the seeds now. If there's something 2023 has taught me is to trust in the process, trust in the flow, Personally, this year has been a famine year for me. It has been a very slow year. 
I was speaking to my friend over the phone and we were just laughing at ourselves and especially at me because, you know, at the beginning of the year, I was like, this is my money year. This year I'm going to secure the bag and yadi yadi yadi, blah, blah, blah. Well, <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. In fact, this year financially has been the slowest of all the years. And that's why I've called it a famine year. But in all of that, the year has also taught me to trust and believe in this state of being, to believe in the things I'm doing, you know, to show up every day regardless and to trust in form of patience. More than anything, approaching the end of the year should be about maintaining the momentum on the things that you have been working on, on the things that are yet to fully manifest, to appreciate and be grateful for the things that have manifested as well. Because no matter our plans and what we have expected from this year, we cannot deny that a lot of things have happened in our favor so many unplanned outcomes that we have to be grateful for. I think one of our weaknesses is tunnel visioning where when we fix our minds and set goals, we just are fixated on the goals. You know, we are also very rigid on how to achieve those goals and how we want those goals to come to pass. So most of the times when other things, other great and wonderful things are happening for us, because they are not our set goals, we do not appreciate them. We do not count them worthy. We do not see them as big things, achievements, great things that have happened to us because they are not what we have written on paper. They are not turning out how we would have wanted it to turn out, you know. So all these things come to play in how we view, evaluate, and how we act as the year comes to an end. Finishing strong should be a perspective game. Look at where you are. What does finishing strong look like? Finishing strong could be starting. For some of us, finishing strong could be maintaining the pace or momentum for the things that we have started. Finishing strong could also mean giving it that last push, trying something new or different from what we have been doing before. What is your finishing strong? December is not an end and January is not a beginning. When you are committed to a purpose, or you are working on something, timelines collapse. And every day and every month that passes by feeds into the next, just like an unending cycle, you know, that is not about a destination. And if you're committed to a purpose or a life work, the outcomes and the successes will not need a time frame to justify the effort. And for me, this speaks to knowing that even if I have put work since January on a particular project or work or purpose, 
and there is yet to be an outcome and it is now November. It would be very unfair and short-sighted of me to consider the work a failure or consider myself a failure knowing that these timelines do not necessarily determine or justify efforts. Things will happen, will manifest, will work out when it is time. And this is also if you believe in times and seasons. Things will happen when it needs to happen. Commitment. Have you committed to your goals since the beginning of this year? If you have, the time will come when your efforts will come to fruition, will deliver outcomes, will manifest desired results and expectations. And another thing I also think that we need to feed our perspective as we gradually come to the end of the year is we shouldn't only think of time frames like by December, I should have done this or that, or this should be this way or that way, especially if we are putting into consideration the unpredictability of life. If we are being honest with ourselves, what our dreams and our desires require is focus and consistency. Yes, time and chance happens. However, focus and consistency is what our dreams and desires require from us. And as we do this, of course, there will be short-term rewards that would dispel the doubts that always come every now and then. And those short-term rewards will also boost our motivation to keep on putting in the effort, keep on doing what we are doing. And then the discipline also to continue till we get what we are looking for will amplify because we now see that there is something to this. We may not be there yet, but we are not where we used to be. We may not be there yet, but I'm seeing signs that I am on the right path. My efforts are yielding short-term rewards that continue to encourage me to put in the work that is required at every stage in time. So I'm saying all these things to say that you shouldn't buy into the pressure of finishing the year strong. As much as that advice is important, and good and not ill-intended, it should also come with perspective. And to add to all of that, this is something I would want you to constantly remind yourself. Our lives are not companies. We shouldn't expect our lives to run like a Fortune 500 company or like the stock markets that require numbers or requires predictions to determine outcome. When it comes to humans and the life that we live and the universe and the God factor and every other variables like time, season, process, work, rest, divine intervention, lessons, in quote, failure, failings and lessons. All these are variables that make our lives less predictable, that make us less in control of how things happen. 
we should be kind with ourselves, you know, considering all these variables, efforts will not always mean desired results or success. Giving it our all and our best will not always guarantee success. So, in whatever situation we find ourselves and the outcomes we have seen by this time of the year, finishing strong should come with our personal and unique perspective of where we are, what is happening in our lives, and the honest evaluation, considering every other thing, every other variables of our unique circumstances and the events. And then we can decide what will finishing strong look like for us. Personally, I am pleased with the year 2023. Not because this year was my money year. Oh, I bagged a lot of money. Like I said, this was my famine year. But I am pleased because even with the famine, I was able to leave enjoy and be happy. I was able to lean into the flow that reduced significantly the worries and anxieties that would have come with this famine year and the whole panic and paranoia that would have destabilized me or made me depressed or made me feel anxious or made me feel like a failure. But in realizing this and leaning into it, and living in accordance with what this year has brought, which is like living in frugality, living within and below my means in the different months, made me live at ease. So yeah, I'm pleased with 2023. It may not be the best year yet, but in all, I am pleased that with everything that happened, the madness, the lack, the scarcity, I was able to live in joy, in abundance, in peace of mind, in happiness. And I had little or no worries for anything. So where is your mind at? At this time of the year, what are you feeling? Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you find it helpful. Share it with someone who you think also might find this helpful. Support the podcast by leaving a rating and a review on any of the podcast platforms that you listen from. And until the next episode, continue to be you till full. Bye.